and welcome to the first episode of the Pitch Deck podcast. I'm Sarah and I'm so excited to get this started and to begin sharing with you the incredible stories of our founders who are currently raising a round of investment. During these conversations, we delve deep into the ideas from day one and the personalities of the founders. We find out what makes them the best people and teams to be tackling these problems. All the things that don't easily come across in a Pitch Deck. The first series focuses on health and wellness and is sponsored by Juno. There's more about Juno and how to secure 10% off your first three months later in the show. I welcome to the show today the founding team of Classify, Dan Stott, Tristan Rushworth and Jim Beatty. Dan spent the past five years at Elder joining as one of their first employees. He helped to build from concept to 20 million ARR and he was previously at Just Eat where he was one of their first sales team members and this is where he met Jim. Jim grew Just Eat's international product team from zero to 100 people. Most recently, Jim worked for Oyo, where he spent the past three years as their CTO. Tristan spent the past five years helping to launch a corporate banking franchise for the Bank of Ireland, generating more than 50 million income within five years. And prior to that, he worked with Santander and Barclays. With this wealth of experience between them, they conceived the idea for Classify during the first COVID-19 lockdown in the UK. With ever-increasing demand for at-home workouts, Classify provides health, fitness and well-being instructors an easy-to-use platform to host their classes and build and interact with their community all in one place. It's so great to have you on the show today, Dan, Tristan and Jim. Welcome. Dan, would you like to give us an introduction to Classify and tell us a little bit about what inspired you to start Classify and a little about the journey so far? Yeah, sure. So um, we, I guess the, the idea came around in in around June time. Um, so just a, a bit of context: when when lockdown happened um, in the in the health and fitness industry, um, one of the things I think. Um, recognize immediately is that nobody was ready for it. And, and there was just sort of like a, um, how best to put this, just a bit of a an issue right across with all fitness instructors and studios and gyms that no one was really planned. Um, no, one, no one had really planned for, for, the, uh, for the online space. Um, so for me personally, as, a, as a, a very much gym goer, I would go to multiple classes a, uh, classes a week and I absolutely loved it. Um, started to get into home workouts. And um, I think at that point in time, I realized that when everyone went online, the online boom happened. So the online uh, home workout space grew by 30%, but it was mainly captured by people who already had things set up and they were used typically like your Joe Wicks as an example or Peloton. Um, and then a little bit further down the line, Apple who've recently got into the market. Um, and then what, what we started to see was, um, like anyone who's from like a reality TV star seems to be launching fitness apps. Um, and we saw that happening and um, myself and Tristan, who are, who are best mates and, and, and are in the gym together and go to classes together, um, you know, our favorite instructors who we would go to see three, four times a week, 
there was no real easy way for them to get online uh, and effectively compete in this home workout space. And so as we saw this happening, I think in about June, me and Tristan had a conversation um, and, uh, and, and Tristan, who, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit later about, about how we, how we know each other and how long we have, but we had the conversation. Tristan was just coming up to the end of his, of his MBA um, in, in entrepreneur MBA. And, Tristan always wanted to do something in the health and wellness space. And we've talked about setting up a business for a long time. And we just thought, well, is there a way in which we can go to all of these incredible instructors up and down the UK or even further afield and give them access to get online easily, deliver live classes, create a community uh, and effectively give them a place where they can build their own online business. Um, Because a lot of them during this, uh, during the lockdown, the first lockdown, realize that I've got lots of people who want to work out with me and now my gym, I'm not getting any revenue from my gym. So I'm going to actually use my community and start working with them and giving them content. Um, And what was amazing to see is all of these fitness instructors, health, fitness and wellness instructors up and down the whole of the UK realize that they are the stars of the show. People come to see them. Um, And, uh, and yeah, so we, we thought, well, wouldn't it be great if we could go and, give them a place to shine effectively. Um, and then, um, you know, my own personal background work, spent six years working at, at Just Eat and, and had a pleasure of meeting Jim uh, at Just Eat, um, who, who, was, uh, who, who was senior in the tech team there. And, you know, putting the Just Eat hat on, we thought, well, wouldn't it be great if we could then bring all of these independent, amazing fitness instructors up and down the country all into one plat- one giant platform where someone who doesn't quite know what type of fitness got, what type of um, community and what type of workout they want can come and effectively find an incredible local hero community um, where people get to know each other, they get to connect, the instructor knows their name, it feels very personal. Um, so yeah, we, we had that idea of can we create, firstly, can we create a place where instructors can build their own online community and effectively monetize their own um, following? And then the next step was, and can we then plug all of these incredible instructors together, go to market and bring in, in bring in members? And and uh, yeah, that was the that was the idea, and that was born in June. And then um, as Tristan and I had this conversation, it was great, and we got a whiteboard out and we went through it. And um, I'm, I'm sure Tristan will, will, will talk to it as well. We 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 had all of this, um, and then we had it all down, and we thought, you know what? There's a missing it's a missing link here. Like, you know, Tristan's got incredible experience, 15 years in, in, in finance and, and, you know, business development. You know, my background is in sales and in tech startups, but we thought we need technology or product support here. We need some expertise because this is going to be a tech, a big part of it is going to be a tech play. So, you know, I reached out to Jim uh, and I basically asked for a bit of guidance just to see if he could point me in the right direction for someone who might be in the market looking for something to work on. And uh, and it was just incredible timing uh, that Jim was sort of just in a space where he was ready for a new opportunity and, uh, and I wasn't expecting him to turn around and say, well, yeah, just tell me about the idea and I'll see what I think about it. And and that was how uh, uh, class. And then Tristan came up with the name Classify um, and it was born July the 1st. We had our first um, we had our first catch up 
you know, and, and, and since then we've we've built um, the uh, MVP or MMVP of the of the product. And yeah, we're we're now in a process. We've got instructors, we've got paying members, we've got early traction, and we we will now over the coming couple of months be looking to to, to raise some capital. Thank you for that intro, Dan. Um, you've made so much progress in such a short space of time. It's incredible. So, Tristan, um, what were your first thoughts when Dan brought this idea to you? Well, Dan always, whenever we speak to someone about kind of our backgrounds, Dan always says, like, we're the yin and the yang. So, Dan, as you can hear, he's, like, super enthusiastic. He's always looking for the next great idea and pushing things forward. And, you know, I, I have kind of similar similar values and beliefs, but my I always have a kind of a, a, a cautionary look at it as well and see, well, what, 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 what's the other side of this as well? And, you know, I think when, when we first started talking about this idea, it was really broad. It was kind of focused on uh, Dan's problem as a consumer and mine as, uh, and I was experiencing the same problem as well, that all of a sudden the way that we'd always worked out and stayed fit, we had to change it. Um, and so when we first started talking about the idea, it was based as, cons- it was, it was based as consumers and, and my kind of initial reaction was this is like a really crowded space, lots and lots of businesses in there. Like, how are we going to differentiate ourselves? Um, and that very first whiteboard session, which Dan's really famous for his whiteboard sessions. And I've, I've got, I've got my own in the house now. It's, uh, it's got pride of place in my new home office. Um, and that very first whiteboard session is where we kind of like started to drill down and think about the problem from dis- different perspectives. And we quite quickly realized that everybody was kind of forgetting the fantastic, authentic class instructors, which is what me and Dan would both go to when we want when we wanted to go to a studio for a for a different workout outside the gym. It was the, it was the instructors that created such a fantastic environment. Um, that's the reason we kept going back to those studios, not because of the studios themselves. And it started us to think about, okay, well, you know what can these what how can these guys benefit from the online fitness boom and how can we support them in that journey and jim what excited you about the idea when you first heard it from dan the three of us definitely have a very um shared passion and enthusiasm and you know the, the, there's tons of excitement there and 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 and, and that, that's a good sort of first step so so Dan explained it to me. I was getting equally excited. I nearly wore a, a groove in my carpet because I was pacing around so much <laughs> listening to the ideas. Um, and, and, and he told me about Tristan, who, who I'd never met before. And, and we got together to, to have like, um, well, we had a couple of calls. And then we got together to do a, a couple of days at, at Dan's flat with in, indeed the three of us and the, and, and the fourth Amigo, which is the whiteboard itself. Um <laughs> Yeah, and, and the dynamic was really good. You know, f- from my perspective, slightly, slightly weird as you can imagine. If you sort of go in to, to work with two people who know each other so well and, and have got so much kind of shared experience, you know, on a, on a very different level to, to myself and Dan. But I think that the, the first thing is definitely this sort of shared passion and enthusiasm. This is my second bite at the cherry at setting up a business. The first one, total disaster. Uh, and, and one of the challenges was that I worked with with a guy that I, I'm I'm very good friends with, who isn't commercial in the same way that these two are commercial. So so being a tech guy, you know, and 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 doing a startup with somebody 
who who is a, a rock star sales guy, uh, of which I think we have two with different uh, skill sets, um, you know, makes a huge difference, right? Because, you know, when you're on the pitch calls with them and you're listening to how they, they're working it and you're seeing the early traction that we're getting directly as a consequence of these guys selling it even before we have any technology, you know, that that's really a powerful thing and, and, and something that I get, I really value in, in both of them. Sounds to me you've got a really nice balance between the three of you. And it's amazing to hear you've spent a lot of time exploring the merge of strengths, skill sets and personality too. Um, in terms of decision making, what's been the hardest decision so far? And how did you work through that process between you? I, I'll maybe yeah see if the guys agree with this one but we um the i think the road the road ahead um so when we think about what the company represents what our value proposition is um our route to market the the plan the marketing we've all been sort of it's kind of happened organically and we've all had an input but we're all it's been a very very quick decision as to how quickly we are aligned i think the one area where we've had to move around quite a bit um, and we'll continue to do so is probably probably around the like the website build and and the the moving pieces that we've had to have there because it's such an integral part of what we do um and being a bootstrapping to start with um and and jim's been instrumental in in sort of trying to hold everything together whilst, you know, bringing in um, other people, other contractors um, and helping us put together like a, a, a tech solution that keeps changing. You know, we went down one road and then that road we thought hit a dead end. Then we had to come back. So we, we yeah, so we went down one road. We were planning on building everything in one particular format that hit a dead end or we thought it had hit a dead end. So we went right back to the drawing board, had to recraft a whole new plan, um, which then went, started to go down another path. And then the dead end all of a sudden revealed its, you know, removed itself. So then we were at a crossroads and then we, and, you know, I think that Jim, Jim might be able to talk to it a little bit better or even disagree and say there's something else that's where the decisions. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's been quite a big one. Um, we're all, we're all aligned, but it's been the one that's, probably changed around the most yeah i i think you're right dan i think there's 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 an extra dimension to it which is exactly as dan says we're, we're, we're bootstrapped at the moment and we don't really want to spend lots of money on technology so we're looking for an easy you know cheap proof of concept at this stage before we get funding you know saying look at our amazing bells and whistles platform makes no sense right because people hopefully value the fact that we have been scrappy and we have we have done it in a in a in a straightforward way now um you know with doing it in a in a scrappy and 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 uh and, and sort of off the shelf way brings its own challenges as dan dan, dan alluded to uh, and, and we certainly we've certainly probably got a few gray hairs as as, as we're going just just through simply trying to get this thing up and running in a way that we can we can continue to sort of operate and manage and effectively which if you had your own technology platform you would just build things to do exactly what you need them to do um so so no i, I would agree and i think you know i think we've we've made we've made a load of progress we've still got some more steps to do but this is all you know the, these gray hairs are all and as, as we often sort of tell each other at 11 o'clock at night, these will be the stories that we, you know, are happy telling our, 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 our big team one day in the future. <laughs> and for now, we just have to sort of suck it up. <laughs> yeah. 
Now let's talk about that whiteboard. Team member number four, can you talk us through one of your whiteboard sessions? What was one of the biggest challenges you were trying to work through during one of these sessions? Well, go on, Tristan. You can you can talk about what took us the longest time to do one paragraph, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting so, a thumbs up from Jim. <laughs> uh, honestly, so yeah. Well, I mean, it, in the in the very first whiteboard session, I think I think the big thing we were just thinking about is like how can we how can we create something different and something that really solves problems, and that's I think we got there relatively quickly with that. Um, the thing that took a lot longer was in the next session where we were trying to trying to come up with our thirty second elevator pitch to start the uh, start the presentation with. And honestly, this I hope people when they when they eventually hear it, they love it because there was so much love and attention went into those thirty seconds. You know, every word was crafted. Um, my, yeah, we're, we're, we're by no means marketeers, but uh, yeah, we, <laughs> that 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 was the that was the thing that took us some time because you know, I think that I think the thing was that you know we were quite early on in the process at that stage we were kind of figuring out what we were trying to do and because we're all kind of thinking of so many different ideas kind of distilling that down into the to into like what is the essence of classify what are we trying to do and what problems are we trying to solve. Um, yeah, it was it was a, a more difficult and time-consuming task than we thought, but getting through that process, I think, gave us gave us a lot of clarity in terms of what what are we trying to achieve, achieve and build here. And, and when does it, that sorry. go live? Oh, sorry, I was just going to ask when when does that go live? When can we hear that thirty seconds thirty second elevator pitch? We're so we're in we're 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 in the literally now um, creating the our our pitch deck of of what of which this is um, for the front and center of um, uh, to to have. I think that what came out of that session more than anything is firstly we'll use that um, that phrase or sorry that that set of sentences that we put together, um, which sort of distills what what we're trying to achieve. But I think so that was the intention, and we did get that. But actually, what what really happened there was we got our anchor. So so we got our like our sense of center, which is you know whenever we're making decisions or whenever we're having conversations, we we keep coming back to that anchorage and just think, well, you know, what is the purpose here, and are we making the right decisions? So you know, between the three of us, we can often have like you know, like the guy said, we have a lot of ideas, and and you know, we've been so fortunate to have such a good network of creative and amazing and successful people who have wanted to give us advice and, and want to be involved. And, and it's, and it's so, you know, flattering and, and, and exciting, but what comes with that is a lot more information thrown into the mix. So we're, we're dealing with that. How do we, how do we do things? How do we move things forward? So there's no one else in the market that has done what we're trying to do in this industry. So effectively we're, pioneering in a way um, the, the fitness industry is obviously enormous and has been going for however long but going to effectively go to local incredible instructors that have been sort of I'm going to use the word shackled but they've been tied to their um, to their gym or their studio for forever we're effectively going and saying we can cut the rope there and you can be your own business have your own clients and at some stage in the very near future, if you do that well enough and you and we help you, you can then do that as your full time business. So you can pick and choose. That's not been done before with all of these instructors. And um, so when we're doing that process, 
there are so many different ideas and things we can do. And that's why it's really important that that whiteboard, whiteboard session really got us our centralized point where we keep thinking, okay, well, that's an amazing idea, but you know, it's that whole thing, isn't it? Will it make the boat go faster? Um, and, and that is our, that is very much our, our center, which we keep going back to and thinking, well, will that make instructors lives easier and help them build their own online business? No. Right. Okay. Well, let's just park that for now and, and go back and focus on exactly what we're trying to do. So it was a, such a worthwhile exercise. Have you ever read the book Play Bigger by Al Ramadan? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely add that to, to Tristan's writing it down. I'll definitely add yeah, it, they talk about creating your own market, designing a solution to a problem that people didn't know they already had, essentially designing a new category. And it references the likes of Amazon, Uber, Google, who have, who've done that. Um, I definitely recommend, recommend a read as it sounds like you're on that path too. Um, and in terms of getting your early adopters on board, you know, the first instructors on your platform, how are you going about getting their attention and getting them on Classify? So we, we've done, I guess, in, in, in that, guys, we've been, it's been so, I guess, I'm going to use the word lucky. Um, so the first thing was I I put up a social media post, which I looked back at recently, and it was the 23rd of June. That, that's how short of a time ago it was. And I just said, you know, does anyone, if anyone has any fitness instructors that they know, I'd like to ask them some questions, simple as that. And uh, I had hardly any people respond, but I had like five people who messaged me saying, yeah, I know someone in, in the fitness industry. And then my own um, personal trainer, who was a Barry's bootcamp instructor, um, you know, he's a really, really good friend. Um, he's actually trained Tristan as well. So we, we know him personally. So I just, with with like, I'd say with four instructors, I picked up the phone, I rang them and I pitched them and I just said, this is an idea that we've had what do you think effectively? Um, and the response from all four was, that's amazing, go and build it, that sounds great. One of those instructors, and it was the first instructor that I ever spoke to, was our was the person who delivered the first class on Classify on Friday, just gone. Um, and that and what happened from those initial four conversations is, you know, that got me really excited and really spurred on our early conversations to think, you know, we might have something here. But what I asked all of those four instructors was, um, can you recommend some other instructors for me to speak to? Because I'd love to get some more insight and uh, I'd love to get some more feedback. And then that's kind of just what happened. And, and um, with introductions, then I posted on social media to say that I'd, I'd handed my notice in and I was launching a fitness platform. And Jim also also did, and, and so between our shared um, social media posts, more instructors were introduced. And then every time we speak to an instructor, we ask for a, an introduction. So just by the very nature of people really getting excited about what we're doing, they've been so kind to just introduce other people. And between myself and and, and you know and Tristan and, and Tristan's wife, have, who's been introducing people as well, and between me and Tristan, we've been having lots of conversations with instructors, and the 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 feedback is is incredible. And we had you know seven instructors say yes, we'll do it. 
here's all the content. We will be part of your initial bit before we even had a website, a platform or anything to show them. They'd agreed. You know, it was just basically me or Tristan on a Zoom call chatting with them. And they said, yes, we're in. And, you know, one of those one of those instructors in the last three days has now got 50 paying members um, as part of her community, as part of her squad. Um, so, you know, just, just it's, it's been amazing. We've, we've not really done anything yet as a big thing to, to really push um, because it's just been so organic so far. One of the most interesting conversations I, I had during, during this time was with um, uh, an old colleague of, of, of mine and Jim's who, who worked at Just Eat. He, he'd uh, built his own business and it was effectively bought, bought by Just Eat. Um, and and uh, we were just chatting, and and he he mentors um, entrepreneurs and, and and startups. So um, we had an initial conversation, and, I, and I'll not forget it because I was I was expl- I explained the 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 model to him, the idea, the instructors that we had lined up ready. And but this was in this was in maybe the June, August or so. yeah, it was like no, it was it was end of August, I think it was. So we'd only we. We still didn't have a website. We just had some instructors that said they thought it was a great idea, effectively. And um, and I told him that I was going to hand my notice in, you know, and, and you know, I'd, I'd been with my previous company for four and a half years, effectively building it from scratch. I joined three months in when I was employee number five. And uh, and now um, there's 100 employees. So we, we scaled super fast. Um, but the interesting bit there was he said to me, look, just you've not tested your first two hypotheses yet. The first two hypotheses is, you know, if you create the site, will instructors join and will will they will they happily promote it to their um, to their um, uh, community? And then secondly, will that community, when they get to the site, will they join and, and become a paying member of, of their instructor? And uh, and he said, you know, you've not tested any of those hypotheses. Um, he said, I, you know, handing your notice in is a really big jump. You know, you've got, and, uh, and he said, halfway through his sentence, he said, oh, da, da, scrap that. He said, I'm going to say something that I never tell anybody. He said, I've heard what you said. I've heard how it's working. I've heard about your founding team. He said, I'm going to do something that I've never done before, but go for it. So in terms of um, getting clients on board, so the paying customers that are, you know, going to use the platform, how do you reach out to them or how are you, you know, tapping into them and getting it in front of them so they know their instructor is on there? Go on, Trix, I'll let you take that one with the, with the, uh, the, the, the marketing angle. Yeah, so in that first whiteboard session, one of the things that we hypothesized was that um, if we build a place that the instructors love and they're happy to bring their community that actually we wouldn't necessarily have to uh, make all those upfront investments in building our brand, building our social media presence and and investment investing in our direct marketing because these instructors are so engaging and have such connection with their community that actually if we just facilitate what they want to do and build their own business, if, if we build it for the instructors, then they will come, um, and, and we're starting to see some early traction on that, which is which is really exciting. Um, so that's kind of phase one of, of of what we're looking to do for instructors: help them kind of expand their reach 
across social media and their different platforms and, and help them convert those followers into paid subscribers. Um, but quite quickly, what we want to do is we want to take that next step and uh, turbocharge that growth for the instructors by bringing new customers from outside of their community to the platform and to become almost like the Google for fitness and wellness instructors because that doesn't exist at the moment in the same way that it does for like a restaurant or for most other industries. Now, if you want to find a great yoga instructor, you generally do that through word of mouth or by connecting with someone on social media. You know, if you just decide, I want to find a great local yoga instructor, it's really difficult to do. So what we want to build eventually is, is a marketplace that has all the search and categorization and ratings and reviews that you can find that perfect instructor for you. And that's obviously a great benefit for the, for the consumer, but it's also, we think, a great benefit for the instructor in the fact that potentially they'll get instructors that could be from anywhere in the world come in and finding them based on like their great ratings and the feedback they've had from their classes um, so that, that's the plan. Sounds like one big community of communities, which is definitely where the world's moving as well um, yeah. in terms of community. It's what we, I think that's like at the, you know, it's at the, it's really at the core of, 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 of what we believe in. And that, that micro community, that sort of, that, that small tribe of people who, you know, really connect with each other, they get to know each other, they have shared goals, they motivate each other. And what we what we love about it so far is that these communities are so different. If you're part of a yoga instructor's community, then that is going to be a very different feel, a very different vibe, very different communication, very different connection to a, a hit instructor, as an example, or maybe someone who teaches boxing. And, you know, what we really love is that for someone who's coming to the platform for the first time in the future, when we do go to market in that way, they'll be able to look and see through the glass at what that community is all about and make a decision based on the type of people and the type of um, uh, community in there. And, you know, that's we, we really want to encourage that because if you're based in, I don't know, let's just say you're in central London and um, you you may well actually uh, be surrounded by, you know, lots of influencers and lots of people who market in a certain way. And you might not really feel connected with, you know, because the high-end boutique studios in central London, they, they tend to appeal to a certain demographic. And if you don't necessarily fit into that demographic, you might not, you might not find an instructor, whereas you can come to classify and that instructor that exactly that right community that you're looking for might be in a slightly different part of the country, but you are able to connect and you really like what you see within, within there. So, you know, you're not, you're not restricted by location or um, demographic. You are literally able to sort of go, go anywhere you like really. There's a reason 90% of employees do not use their company's chosen wellbeing benefits. Wellbeing means different things to different people, and it's impossible to provide something that makes everyone happy. It's especially important now that work has become remote for companies to get their employee wellbeing initiatives right. If you're looking to improve employee wellbeing at your company, then you need to speak to Juno. 
They take the pain out of employee well-being with a complete solution that helps businesses save and keeps employees happy. The reason Juno works so well is that it's the first employee well-being platform designed from the ground up with the modern professional in mind. Juno connects staff directly with excellent wellness providers and lets them define what wellness means to them. They're available throughout the UK and in 18 countries worldwide. With Juno Points, it's easy to book amazing wellness and development experiences from your desk or mobile phone. Whether you need a cleaner, a therapist, a nanny or a Pilates teacher, they're all tailored to your schedule and your needs. Companies large and small see over 90% adoption and save up to 64% on wellbeing and development spend using Juno. So what are you waiting for? Companies like Heights, Koto, Connect Ventures and Buttermilk trust Juno with their employee wellbeing. Reshape your employee wellbeing program today with Juno. Go to www.withjuno.com to find out more. And what's better, if you sign up using the code PITCHPOD, you can receive 10% off your first three months. If you're a user, or um, I don't know what you're going to term it, whether it's a user or an athlete, um, it's an interesting conversation, that one. I don't know if you saw, um, but on Social Dilemma, they said... um, people only call their customers users on two things which is illegal drugs or software Um, so I think it's a challenge for businesses to come up with a new term for their customers yeah we we had so we we were we we had a very very similar discussion not not too long ago because up until very very recently um we'd based everything around the the term subscriber um which again you know not (laughs) who wants to be a subscriber um so we uh we 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 tweaked it recently to being a member so you're you're a member but you know we are very much open to suggestions is that that changes and evolves over time the reason we went for member well we have member at this stage is because you're a member of a community and like that community thing is really core to what what we're doing and you know it's we think it's kind of a word that gets banded around a lot at the moment but we we really believe that people uh, want connection and they want engagement and they want interaction with other human beings and that's kind of kind of one of the 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 core usps of of what we're building here that you join a community and you have that engagement with an instructor and we want to build that engagement with within the communities between other members um but we also think there's there's opportunity to build that community and that engagement at at a kind of a, a, a different level between the instructors because you know if all of a sudden you've got the ability to build a web uh build a business that you can run from anywhere in the world there's kind of a could be a downside to that that you lose some of that connection because if you're training in a studio or a gym you know you quite often have that connection between other instructors whereas all of a sudden if you just couldn't become totally remote and work from a beautiful paradise beach somewhere in the world which is entirely possible with classify and um, you can lose that connection but we so what we want to do is we want to help instructors on this journey of building online businesses but keep that engagement between the instructors because we think that in, within wellness there's there's a lot of opportunities for collaboration and supporting each other and sharing ideas and and working between different communities so uh, if you work if you if you're a trainer of uh, fitness classes that a lot of you a lot of your members might want to join a, a yoga community and so part of what we're going to do uh, as we go along this journey is we're going to facilitate some of those interactions and that that kind of blending of the community 
It sounds it sounds amazing. I was going to ask actually, you know, what have you wanted to do two different um, disciplines as a member and join different communities? You know, how easy is that to use use the platform? Um, maybe that's one for Jim. And also, Jim, how are you? What ideas have you got in the tech side of things to connect um, to connect the instructors? Yeah. So um, great, great question. Uh, I think, you know, the guys have talked a lot about this sense of community. And I think as a imagine a, a member uh, that, that was going on to a, a different fitness platform, you, you would be interacting either with the class and, and with an instructor who's probably teaching loads and loads of people at the same time who you'll never have a personal relationship with. So actually just being able to interact with your instructor in the class is a great start. Um, but then, but then there's loads of other things like we, you know, every time you talk about it, because this is what happens on the other platforms, people talk about things like artificial intelligence and, you know, gamification and, and that will definitely be part of it in time. But, you know, for, for us, it, it starts as simply as a piece of paper for the instructor, right? Imagine if you're an instructor, you're doing an online class and we know that Sarah, Dan, and Tristan are all gonna, are all first timers in the class. And Jim, he's on his ten class streak because he's so fit and so engaged with the community. Being able to recognise those things and having like a, a human just talking to you and, and and acknowledging you and noticing you, that's a big deal. And you can imagine in time, you know, we'll we'll actually sort of evolve what we're doing with the social community at the moment, which is effectively leveraging Facebook into something meaningful because we'll see how it behaves on Facebook, how engaged are people and, and how can we support the instructors to, to facilitate this, this great community feel with a relatively small community as Tristan says that, that, that are people, um, you know, like you or the people that you relate to, uh, which is just completely different as an experience to one of the large incumbents. So that's one side of it. And then there's another thing, which is authenticity. Now, if if as individuals, we want to find somebody authentic to us, um, you know, I, I'm going to talk about a logo. Uh, so we've got a logo and our logo is rainbow colored, Sarah. And it's rainbow colored because, um, you know, we, we always thought we would be like a neutral platform because it's all about the instructors and we want to support the instructors. And as Dan talked about before, when 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 he did a social post and I did, that the 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 rainbow of, of different flavors of instructors that we got uh, contacting us was really really exciting and motivating for us. So, like you wouldn't imagine, you know, like you think of hit, you think of yoga, you think of Pilates, you don't think of somebody doing like fitness classes called clubber size with 90s dance music and actual glow sticks right you know people and now for me who who you know i'm not you know if if the three of us took our our shirts off you would see it you'd see you'd see on the odd one out but i'd love to do that 90s dad stuff uh you know it it just sounds like so much fun for, for for me all the way through to you know bollywood zumba Right, we've got somebody doing Zumba to, 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 that will be uh, starting soon. Um, we like Bollywood music in, in, in the background. There's so much authenticity and so much opportunity for us to bring a world to people that, you know, we really are a rainbow and we will be able to present a level of choice and a, and, and, and a spectrum of different experiences that, that, that nobody else will be able to bring. Jim, I'm going to hold you to that 90s disco class. I'm waiting to see that happen. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll see if it's okay to record it and I'll, I'll send you the on-demand link. 
<laughs> that would be amazing. I'm not going to steal Jim's thunder because there's a piece that, that he's he's very modestly not mentioned yet. So the the one bit that I want to very quickly talk about is the the data and the insights um, that we want to capture in order to power this community of instructors and and enable this sort of. Um, making sure that they can learn from each other. So um, we had a really exciting conversation and we're starting to work with someone who is going to be able to provide some insights and data from, because very, very quickly, we're going to start gathering a lot of that. And now that can be, that can start off with whether or not it's, you know, how many people pass their seven day, seven day free trial, as an example, and how someone's Instagram and social media work and marketing contributes to the success of them on the platform how their mem- how many of their members are coming to classes um you know we're going to look at you know what is the trend if someone doesn't come to a class for five days do they become a churn risk do we notify the instructor but there's so many different avenues we had such an exciting conversation about it so many areas of, of data and insights we can capture to really power shared learning across other instructors to say, you know, hi, um, Abby in Newcastle, um, you know, here's an amazing um, uh, project that uh, Natalie in Leicester was running with her community, it worked really well. Um, you have a similar sort of style, you know, that's something that you might want to adopt and then maybe even get those guys on a conversation and, and really promoting this sharing of what works across different, because that's another, Tristan mentioned before about people getting isolated and, you know, we were on a call just recently with 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 five instructors and um, talking about their social media launches. And um, and one of them, who is a yoga instructor, talks about a competition she wants to run on Instagram where, you know, people have to send her and tag her in that them doing a particular pose. And she will pick which one she thinks is the best and give them a portion of their membership for free for that month, as an example. And all the other instructors on the call just sort of looked around and went, that's a great idea. That means that we've got 40 people tagging us and sharing it. And these are the kind of nuggets of information that very, very, very quickly get shared around. And, you know, by by bringing everyone under the same roof, we can lift everybody up together. So all of the learning that we get, we'll be able to share around. So you don't have what is right now, the current situation, little rockets just firing up. Joel Wicks is an example literally brought nobody with him, just went whoop, straight up on his own. Courtney Black is another example, whoop, on your own. And what we want to do is we want to basically pull everybody up together so everybody's learning, you know. I'm sure there's some of these instructors who've really made it to the top. They might turn around at some point and say, I'm going to charge you guys money for learning my secrets and all that sort of stuff. That's what we tend to see happening. And we just don't want that to happen. We, we think the entire industry can learn lessons from each other. And so that's one bit. But I'm going to let Jim talk about Unlimited because it was technically his his uh, his brainchild. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll let Jim t- touch on that a little bit. I'm not going to steal his thunder. Thanks, mate. Uh, so, so um, yeah, as Dan says, there's this thing about data and there's this thing about being able to sort of um, elevate everybody together by leveraging everybody's data in it combined. The, the data is more valuable and we can give them more. There's this other thing about this rainbow of, of, of instructors that we talked about. And, and we had a problem here. So in, 
in principle, what we'd like to do is is, is go out to, to market and, and bring in members ourselves. But the challenge we have with that is that the instructors are bringing in a, a load of their members. And, and if you if, if I'm an instructor and I bring somebody to classify and the first thing classified does is say, hey, you know, look at all these other great instructors we've got, then that might be a challenge for instructors. But we really think there's a lot of value in being able to provide it. So we've come up with this idea of, of, of Classify Unlimited. Classify Unlimited would indeed be access to, to multiple instructors, but we've had to try and find a balancing act between doing the right thing by the instructors and, and, and providing this, this service. So, so the idea we've come up with, um, which I think is resonating quite well with the instructors so far, is to provide a bolt-on service. So you bring in, Sarah's got a, a, a yoga class and she brings in, you know, 50 members. One of the ways that we can help you uh, and, 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 not, and not harm your, your, your business and your growth is to offer you the ability to sell to your members, um, you know, access to all of the other classes um, via a bolt-on where we'll take some of the, so, so, some of the uh, commission and, and you take some of the commission. And I think that does, I think that does two things. And I think there's a, a third sort of control that we need to do. The first thing it does is it, it helps us to create more value for the instructors and makes our platform more sticky for instructors by basically just leveraging the things that we've got to help instructors to, to sort of be more, um, you know, sort of, um, or make more money from the platform. So that's the first thing. The second thing it does is it it sort of helps their members to be able to do what Tristan talked about, which is, yes, I might be into HIIT, but sometimes I want to do yoga, or sometimes I want to do a breath at work class or, or, or whatever. Now then there's a third issue there, which is if, if I'm doing Classify Unlimited, and I, I, I'm, a, I'm an instructor, and all of a sudden I've got lots of, we, we call them tourists, coming into the class that, that, that are actually part of other communities. That, that indeed may be a challenge. So the way we're going to launch it is by only offering the on-demand classes of, of other instructors. So what Classify Unlimited is about is taking what Classify does for instructors adding this rainbow of all of the instructors. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys like the word rainbow. I've used it about five times. I hope so. Um, <laughs> um, we might have some problem with Skittles. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, you know, um, we, we, we add that as, a, as an extra product, but try and get the balance right between, you know, what's in the interest of instructors and what's in the interest of their, of their members. I think, yeah, and, and the reason when we talked about that was around the, the success of ClassPass, you know, ClassPass is 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 great is a great concept, um, you know, and I used it, and I know Tristan used it in the in the past, where you know I'd be doing a reformer Pilates class one day, I'd be doing a one rebel hip workout the next day, I'd be doing a yoga class, in, and uh, and I really enjoyed the the diversity of it, um, but my core was hit workouts, you know, but I would like to layer in the odd the odd workout doing doing sort of like yoga and Pilates, um, and I think. When we when when we talked a lot about it, and we you know Jim mentioned the rainbow effect, it was we will very very quickly because of our strategy and because we're targeting individual instructors of all different disciplines, we're going to very very quickly become the most diverse fitness platform there is very very quickly, um, and 
if we can then give uh, members the opportunity to to enjoy that variety, um, but also really keep strong to our core of, um, you know, keeping that person in a community, um, you know, we, we hope to be able to do that, um, which means everybody in that situation uh, wins, which, you know, again, Jim's Jim's brain, you had a lot of time thinking about how, how that works. Um, but yeah, utilizing that rainbow. I love the concept around rainbow because I think a lot of companies try and pivot to reflect today's society, whereas you're actually starting there um, and reflecting the potential members that will come on and um, use the platform. So in terms of commercials, so getting into the nitty gritties now, how will you make money? Um, so Jim touched on a little bit of the commission model with the unlimited, but you know, what is the commercial model for you? So it's, it's pretty straightforward. So we're a, we're a subscription based business. So we help, uh, instructors build a month, a community where they've got monthly recurring revenue. Um, and we share that, we share that value. Um, but the thing that we do that's different to most of the rest of the industry is that we kind of flip that share on its head that we're about building the instructors uh, businesses and that they keep the lion's share of the revenue so of that monthly revenue that comes in we take a small proportion of it um, for the support and the and the and the platform that we provide um, and then the instructor keeps the lion's share of the revenue because we believe that they're the superstars of, of the platform and they're that they're the ones providing the community and the classes that, that the customers and the members keep keep coming back to and in terms of your competitors, like who do you see being your big competitors or what if ClassPass suddenly saw what you're doing and thought, this is great, we're going to pivot and copy. Um, how are you going to keep that edge? You know, what, what is your edge? How are you going to, you know, stay keeping all those instructors on Classify? I think that, so it's a really good question. ClassPass have, you know, they, they did uh, pivot um, uh, relatively quickly into the online space when when the first lockdown happened. I think maybe we've just found a loophole or our our strategy at the minute is 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 very 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 different so um we are not building a very expensive um big go-to-market brand where we're going to try and compete out in the space um just yet so our approach is to go to the independent individual instructors up and down the country and uh, and and help them establish their own online business our competitors, to be honest, we have the the gym, um, not our gym, but the gym. Um, uh, of course, you know, if people are going to the gym five or six times a week, then, you know, maybe home workouts are, are not, not going to be for them. Um, one of the benefits of, of Classify is that we, we encourage our instructors to keep the memberships between 20 and 40 pounds a month. So, you know, if you're 30 pounds a month with your home workouts, you can still go to the gym. And work, and then do your home home workouts around it. So we don't think it's an and an an and or. We we genuinely believe that this works around a gym routine. So the gym is one, and then within the online workout space, you have every celebrity influencer. Um, you know, so like I said, you from Chris Hemsworth. Jessica Ennis just launched a fitness app. I mean, it literally is, you know, it's like a, a gold rush at the minute for anyone who's got any, if, if anyone's got over a hundred thousand Instagram followers, they're looking at this space and seeing an opportunity. So whether you're Mark Wright, who's a radio host and 
you know, reality TV star, um, or whether you're Jessica Ennis, who's an amazing Olympic gold medalist, um, all the way through to Davina McCall, who, you know, from Big Brother from back in the day, um, all getting involved in this world. So that, of course, will be a, um, a form of competition. Um, so, yeah, and then, and then obviously we've got Peloton and Apple, who are the, who are the massive players who all of them have a very, very different model to us. They, within the home workout space, there are going to be, there's going to be, there's going to be a winner that effectively there's a, there's a, a rolling of the dice, which is, is it going to be celebrities and as much money as you can and actors and actresses, are they going to be the place that people look to, to get fit? And if that's the case, Apple, Peloton, um, Chris Hemsworth, Davina McCall, all these guys are in the right space. If that doesn't happen and people value human connection actual smaller micro communities where people actually get to know each other. Your instructor knows your name. They know that you've been on holiday for a week. They ask you how it's been. If people really want to get like a, a valued connection, then we're, we're on the other side. So we're, 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 we're over here. We're, so it's, it's, um, it's going to be interesting how this plays out. Um, and, and one thing that we really need to push and really need to work on is, you know, making sure that our instructors are communicating really well this importance of community connection. Um, and we've had very, very good early traction in that regard, but we're very much at the start of our journey and we'll see where the fit, the home workout fitness industry goes. But, you know, that's, I'd say, unless you guys have sort of like any, any other ones in there, I'd say that's kind of the, the competitive landscape as, as we see it. We're speaking to lots and lots of instructors who would would like to have either a hybrid model or, or some would like to, to just be online. You know, it's not an either or. Instructors don't need to say, I'm com- going to completely give up face-to-face classes. They can do both. Um, and, it, and it goes for the same um, for, for members. You know, I, I'm, I'm still someone that really enjoys going to the gym and doing doing face-to-face workouts. But, you know, when you start in a business, you're extremely busy. Um, and so a, a new part of my fitness and workout routine going forward will definitely be doing online classes as well. So, yeah, we think there's uh, yeah, lots of opportunities for Classify. That first class at six forty-five a.m. on Friday, um, which uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in, as, as we talked about before, I'm in, I'm in Italy right now, so I, I did get an extra hour in bed, but I was up, and I'll be honest with you, I, I joined that class, and it was, it, it was, I mean, nerve-wracking is maybe not the right way, not right the way to it. It was nerve-wracking. It was, it was genuinely terrifying because we'd built something and we'd done the testing, we'd done all of that. We only gave this particular instructor the link to their site to bring their members to. And within 24 hours, they had 17 paying members of which nine of them were turning up for this class the next, the, the very next morning. So, I, you know, getting up for that class at, at that time, just, you know, hoping that it worked. Yeah, exactly. I just, just, you know, please work, please everybody, you know, and, I've had many emotional moments over the last few weeks when we've started to, when we've hit milestones and, and when we've, and, and it was just the relief, but also this, 
I, I guess just like a real sense of, you know, we, one of the things that we talked about at the beginning was, yes, we want to scale this business. Yes, we want to turn it into a global powerhouse. We have such lofty ambitions because we really believe rooted at the center is such a good cause. And we, we're passionate about that. But just building something that worked, building something that worked, that people liked was just such a satisfying feeling. Um, and, and it just hit me all at once in that class. The, the instructor didn't know it because they were just delivering the class and their members. And she introduced me at the beginning and, you know, said this is a, one of the co-founders of Classify. And that was not. But during the workout, this just wave of, of, of you know, real, real satisfaction that our idea, it came to something and it, and it happened so fast, so fast. Um, yeah, so that, that's just, a, you know, a bit, a bit on that side. Mate, you're setting me real off. <laughs> it's a real proof of concept and validation. Have, a, have you all taken a breather and, like, celebrated what you've achieved so far? I know it's a short journey in, but it's so easy not, to get wrapped no, up and try to achieve the next that. big thing. Yeah, I mean, this is this is something on, on that first whiteboard session we had the three of us that we talked about that we said, you know, quite often when you when you when you're doing things in your career and you, you look back like five years down the line at what you've done, and one of the things that we said we're definitely going to do as we go along as a company and as three individuals is we're going to celebrate the wins, whether they're big or small, and. You know, we've set out with that intention and, and that's definitely something I think the three of us are all really passionate about. So in terms of investment, so you're at a really exciting stage, um, you know, about to raise capital and it's such an appealing idea for investors. So what are you planning to do with that capital? So we, we it's, it's interesting actually because these are the conversations that, that we're having right now and, and we've been super lucky that we've got a very good network of people around us that are helping us crystallize exactly what it is that we want to do and where we want to spend the money and the capital. So um, you know, right now we're in a we're in a phase we're in a really interesting phase because the next two weeks We've got some very significant launches going for a, a few of the instructors who've got very large social media followings. And, you know, we've got some instructors that have launched already and we're, we're capturing data and understanding traction and, and, and really getting to grips with, you know, how is this going to work? So there's some data pieces there. All at the same time over the next couple of weeks, we're putting together a plan on exactly where we want to spend the money. So we know for an absolute fact that this is going to be a predominantly a tech and a marketing company. Um, the marketing side being how do we really help instructors market to their communities, grow their communities, but also at the same time, from a brand perspective, go out to market and talk about um, classifying in, in that way. So there's a big marketing play there. So we've got marketing, obviously sales and onboarding because we need to work with that journey of bringing instructors on board um, and then on the side of that as well, um, you know, we, we we need to be investing in our on our tech side um, and making sure that the product is growing at the same rate and we're adding the right features. So, you know, it's like it's it's an interesting space to be in because that's where we know we're going to spend our, spend the investment is predominantly going to be on team and maybe a little bit of early marketing spend to gain traction but a lot of it is going to be based around making sure that we have the right team to support it um in the in the show and also the team to support it and knowing that technology costs 
money. Um, so it's not just about an individual's time. There's a, there's a lot more that has to go in there. So I'd say unless the guys have got anything anything to add in there, I'd say the three areas are around sales, marketing, and, and, and technology uh, is where, where the money would be going to. You all in agreement? Yeah. <laughs> Easy. And so um, in terms of top three attributes that you're looking for an investor, um, have you discussed this or do you have, you know, what are your f- first thoughts when I ask that question? I think, I mean, I, maybe we maybe we give, maybe we give one each, guys, and um, that be that be quite so. So for 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 me, the real the real importance is someone who's excited about what we're doing. Um, you know, I think we're at a stage where this this um, industry and this market has so much potential and and you know every man and his dog at the minute is trying to pile into the home workout space it's it's a very cool and exciting space we are doing something very different but when we looked for an early investor it isn't just about money and it's about someone who is able to bring some expertise and actual um, insight into what we're doing and and be excited about it. You know, we, we want to have conversations with our investors where we get excited together. You know, it's um, that I'd say excitement and, and, um, and, and experience would, would definitely be one. Uh, I don't know if Tristan or Jim want to go. Yeah. I'd I say, was, uh, tricks. I was just going to say uh, like connections and those networks, I think is also very important for us, you know, where, three first-time founders who were kind of learning as we go and we're learning really quick and we've got you know i think we've got a good mix of experience and backgrounds but um i think as we go on this journey you know as dan said we wanted to build um a, a, a company that that operates across the globe and solves problems for instructors worldwide and you know if we're going to do that we're going to need to to raise a, a, a number of funding rounds i'm sure um so i think you know someone who wants to wants to help us on that journey and, and make those introductions is also important for us yeah, absolutely. I think just to just to underline what Tristan said, um, you know, if, if you think about where we are at the moment, we're looking to raise some money uh, and we're looking to do a bunch of things with that money in order to grow the business to some other milestone, right, which won't be that far in the future. I mean, it seems like a long way right now, but really it, 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 in, in, in the blink of an eye, it, it, it'll, it'll be upon us. Um, so whoever we work with, it would be really good if they were you know, really helping us both in terms of thinking about that next raise afterwards and thinking about what are the things that we would should do between now and that next raise so that we really sort of start the journey, you know, w- with the end in mind. Yeah, yeah, you've all covered really important points. And I think investors are, you know, pivoting their their perspective on potential opportunities in that they do want to come along for the whole ride. And they really are invested in that whole journey. It's not just here's a wad of cash and, you know, let me see what you do with it. It is, you know, we want to be part of that journey. So it's amazing that you, um, you know, you're looking for that as well. And I think the opportunity that you're working on here is just it is the world is your oyster. There are so many different avenues you can take it. And I just love the um, level of consideration you've gone into in terms of catering for everyone. Um, you know, members are still wanting you to use the gym, still wanting to do online classes. Some have taken the gym equipment home with them. Um, and there's a huge opportunity for you to put online classes with home gym equipment too. And it's just really, really exciting. Um, so in terms of um, how potential 
um, instructors can get hold of you so they can get on the platform? Um, how can members, you know, find out about the platform and sign up to classes if they if they're current instructor isn't already on there um how can they get hold of you and lastly the really important one how can investors get hold of you so i think firstly for for instructors we our our site our website is is live and so uh www.classify with a hyphen class hyphen ify.com um, and uh, and there is a, a very, there is a, a section there on the homepage where they can um, put their interest and they can leave their details um, and and we'll reach out to them so it's very very clear on the on the homepage um, and uh, and for investors um, if they were wanted to to get in touch um, very easy they can find any three of us on LinkedIn, send us a message or, um, you know, our email address is, uh, is hello at classify with a hyphen.com. Um, and they can reach out direct and, and we'll be happy to speak to them. Yeah. And for, for members, um, you know, you can, you can come and you can on the homepage, you can find an instructor, you know, you can come and work with one of our existing instructors, but what we'd really encourage you to do if you, if you love working with your existing instructor, encourage them to come on the on the site and uh, speak to us great great that's such useful information um for all different areas it's been so great talking to you and to discuss this in such an early part of your journey which i can just see is gonna explode um and you've achieved so much in just a few months look what lockdown can deliver um but thank you so much it's been so great talking to you thank you sarah thanks a lot sarah thanks sarah It was such an honour to host the team from Classify so early on in their journey, a journey that I believe is going to be a very fruitful one. I'm so excited to watch them grow, particularly over the coming months following the launch of their MVP. If you're an investor interested in Classify or an instructor interested in hosting on their platform, please do get in touch with Dan. A reminder of his email, it's dan at classify.com. That's C-L-A-S-S hyphen I-F-Y dot com. And if you would like to find out more about Pitch Deck the podcast or you're interested in getting involved in future series, please email me. It's sarah at pitchdeckpodcast.com. As we continue this series on health and wellness, I look forward to you joining me on the next episode where we meet Marie Farmer from Mini Meal Times, who has developed an award-winning app for parents that works as a dietitian in your pocket.